if you like to understand. sponsor us, please look in contact. <laughs> <laughs> we 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 have opened a door for you, Matalan. So you know what you need to do. Pay us our money. Don't be like Todrick. Pay us our money. <laughs> ah! I'm Stop. so sorry. You know, sorry, Matalan. I'm. Hi. Nick, you there? Yes, I am indeed. Hi. I've Hi. got some amazing news, um, which I wanna, I'm going to have to kick off with. Before we even say what people are listening to, I need to kick <laughs> off with this news. Okay, this is a big deal. Hit us. Okay, so you remember last week where I had a little message for a little lady called Robin Antin. Yes. Um, about making sure that Girlicious's catalogue was added to Spotify as a Pride Month treat to me. Yes. Well, gays, we've been successful. We have. <laughs> we Delicious's have. first album is on Spotify. Ugh. Now, some may say that it was already on there last week. <laughs> and what I didn't do was search again to find it. And apparently it'd been up there for a month, maybe two. Some might say that, but they are trying to fool us. <laughs> what actually happened, the important thing, is that I came on this show and I said that Girlish Just Is Like Me needs to be on Spotify. Mm-hmm. And then what happened? It was there. <laughs> it was there. Okay, so we have success. People have come through. For me, I just want to say, like, speaking it out into the universe works. Well done, everybody who was involved in making that happen. (laughs) Primarily me. I did really well. Oh, we love to see. You know what? I, you know what's really weird? I actually, when after we recorded, I literally went, um, I think, where did I go? I I went on, like, my my strut for the week, and I was like, right, let me have my little walk. And I was like, right, let me Google, let me just search in my Spotify. And I was like, the hell is this i was like danielle i was like i was like this, i was like didn't this woman just kick off and was really angry she's like we need this robert anton and she, you were you were on you were on you were on top form and then when i searched i was like oh my god danielle <laughs> i know that robin got a little message from the the assistant or the intern that still works with her. she was just like flogging that dead horse um <laughs> She got a real crazy message like, Robin, Robin, we've got we've to deal with the lawyers. We've got to get this out. The desire is there. Yes. And you know what? And they we, did. It was good. It was, it was well received. And you know what? I forgot how good um, Like Me is. It just hits really hard. It reminds me oh. of, you know, it reminds me of, do you know there was another group that Robin Anton had and they were called the Paradiso Girls? And they had that mm-hmm. song, I'm on Patron, Tequila, that song. There was actually another band that was by Robin Anton that didn't do very well. And that's when that's and then after she made another band, which was GRL. So, yeah, and that didn't that sadly didn't. I remember I remember GRL because the girl commits suicide. Yes. They're like really talented. Wow. Paradiso girls. Yes, I know. So we need more. We need more from you, Robin Anton. But yes, but here we are. Another week of the what? 802. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. It's it's week number six, six, five, 
seven, eight, what, what, what we, I don't even know what, I don't even know where we are in life right now. We're just all over the place. I think we are on, actually, we are on episode six. Hey, what? welcome to the party. I know, My name us. is Dan. My name's Nick and right off your life, D-O-T, bam, bam, ba-dam. Bam, bam, da, 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 da. Nick, we I've like... been doing the numbers. Yes. I've been doing the numbers. Yes. I've been having a look. I got my maths hat on. Yes, um, honey. And I just, I need to say to some of these listeners, I know you're out there. There's a few listeners who yeah. aren't following. Yeah. So you, you know what you need to do. They're not on the Instagram. Yeah. They're not on the Twitter yet. Look, if you're not following, then you are, first of all, missing everything. Me putting up when the episode comes out. Yeah, which exactly. Which is essentially all that happens on Instagram. <laughs> and then you're also missing the tweets that Nick does from the from the 802 account, but he yeah. also lets us know lets you know that he's tweeting. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's very you know what it is. That's very it's very much my it's very much my business model because like when I used to work for like a social media department, every single time I they would be like Nick, just remember to when you when you're replying to tweets, make sure you put like a little like hyphen. Or a little dash thing that people know who you are. So what I've been doing is I have been tweeting from the 802 Twitter and it's like people know it's me. And then Daniel was like, Nick, can you stop? <laughs> it's such a KK I'm... Karen thing to do, isn't it? <laughs> it's such a, it's such a, I work for a, a, a like a helpline. Not yeah. a helpline. Like a Matalan customer service services. Line. Yeah. Oh, oh, I had to think about Matalan. Oh, we'll get into it once we finally get past the intro. Um but yeah, it's, it, I was like, Nick, why are you telling the girls that it's you? Like, they know it's you. <laughs> like, yeah, they know it's me. It's, it's... it's not me tweeting. Don't worry. <laughs> anyway, if you if you haven't found us yet, please go on Instagram or Twitter and find the 802 podcast and give us a follow, give us a like, give us a share, let your friends please know, do. do all that good jazz. Yeah, so you know what? We're really we're really glad for the numbers. We're seeing we're seeing the numbers climbing, and you know what? We're really grateful for you guys. So you know, hit follow, um, follow on. Just give us a follow. Listen to the goddamn podcast because we're going places, and you need to come we're along for places. the ride of your life. You because this is what the eight hundred two. It's the eight hundred two. Okay, this is a coach ride that you've never dreamed of. Okay, we got we got topics. We got guests. We got that that seat covering. That covers all the dirt, and so you, you don't know that you're getting scabies from sitting on it. Okay, we got those weird armrests that only go all like kind of the way down. Yeah, and then you got to work out the politics of sharing the middle armrest with the stranger that you don't know, like my armrest. I know your armrest. What if your shoulders are wider than mine? Which is probably not a problem either of us ever really have. No, most. Of and we got hand sanitizer and gloves. We're well prepared. Yeah, I mean, I guess now you wouldn't yeah. be sat next to somebody on yeah. a coach. But when this is all over and we go back to it, just know that we will have a good coach service. There will be complimentary peanuts. Yes, you only yes. normally get those on an airplane, but we don't care because yes. this is our AO2. Yes, and not okay, yours. Get involved. <laughs> get involved. <laughs> get involved. Hey, darling. Yes. So, um, should we do the intro? Dun, 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 dun. No, that was, that was us just, you know, going on about life and everything and you know what? We will get this structure right. We will. We will. We will. One day we will. Maybe after episode 10. But for now, let's just, let's just roll with the punches. But this is Nick Charles. And this is another week. Week number six. Episode number six. Season one of the 802 from Liverpool. And you have... Dan. If we go full name, I'll be Dan James today. Uh, I am sat in London. 
the weather is shit. Um, but we are on episode six. Thanks for joining us. Yes. Nick, you got any announcements? I do have announcements. So my first announcement is um, I have to say hi and hello to my nan, Miss Pascal, who has Aww. been one of our fans and been t- telling all her little church friends that we're part that. So basically, my my nan has like a Sunday a Bible study group that they meet every Tuesday. And she's been telling them to listen to us. So I've been seeing the numbers from Trinidad rising. So I'm really glad. So I want to say hi, Nana Pascal. Um, thank you for being one of my biggest fans from since I was a little five-year-old boy singing Whitney Houston with a deodorant bottle in my mirror to now hosting a podcast with my best friend. So thank you. Much love to Trini Posse. Shout out to Nick's Nan. Yes, love indeed. She loves it. And then my second one is for... Um, the, I have to say to Seb because we are uh, we were actually a we we actually our part two of um the sex episode over on the front room was um got released on Friday and it is a joy to listen like we we there was nothing was held back and it was a very fun ride so if you guys could go go across to the the front room and give Seb a listen because it's 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 gold and you'll never hear us talk about sex on our podcast not yet. But it for was, now, <laughs> it was Recording fun. that episode of The Front Room, both part one and two, was, it was such, it was a mess. Yeah. It was just like, just, we were sat, it was like four o'clock on a, no, like two o'clock on a Saturday afternoon. We sat dead sober, like miles apart from each other. Just, honestly, if you, if you enjoy listening to this and you're not part of Nick's immediate family, please go listen to The Front Room, <laughs> yeah. the sex episodes, because they are, it's yeah. just... Wow. Because you don't need to, you, it, my, my mom and dad don't need to hear me talk about having sex with a married man, do I? <laughs> I mean, you, you gave away the goose there. But... <laughs> uh, oh, well. I mean, but, if, yeah. but yes, yes. If you want to know what I get up to in my, in my, in my, my downtime. <laughs> yeah. And Seb tells the funniest story oh, God. I might have ever heard with the imagery. You go listen to the front room if you haven't listened to it already. Yes. It's, it's, Honestly, it's insane. Gold. It's gold. Right. Um, announcements for us. So last week, we were joined by the lovely Matthew Horwood. Yay. Um, from AKT. Um, so I just want to give them another shout out. Um, yes. It is still technically Pride Month, although I guess tomorrow is July. So yeah. we record on the Tuesday. This goes out yes. Wednesday, so it's July. But it was Pride Month. Um, so go check out what AKT have been doing. Um, they do some amazing work for young LGBT people, yes. and it was such a pleasure it having was. Matthew on last week. Um, yes. We have yet another amazing guest this week. Yes, as well, so we do. We'll get to that later. But look at us! I know, look bringing at us. people onto we, the coach. I know. I love. I love that. You know what? I love that we are literally. It, it, we're just picking people along the way, and that's how coach works. Like it's so. You know what? I have to admit though, this oh, the, the concept of the eight hundred two works so well because like a coach ride, a coach ride, pick up people, drop people off. There's a start and there's a finish. You get you get concessions. It's great, and I love that. I love that the the coach goes back and forth. So from this week, the coaches. In London, and it's coming to Liverpool, so that's nice. I would also like to uh, just very quickly give a shout out to Spotify, um, yes. not because they've done anything, um, but because they keep automatically playing episodes of the 802 for me. And when I finish another podcast, we just pop up at the end. I'm like, why am I in this? <laughs> at what point was I in this episode? And I'm like, oh no, just re-listening to to me again. 
just engaging in the narcissism. <laughs> do you know what's really um, funny when you're done? Um, I literally, no, I was, I so I do this thing where I listen back to the podcast from episode one just to, and you could hear how you could hear like how much like, and I know like we're working on our structure right now, but consider from our first episode to now, we are we are so much more on point and going. We're, we're becoming into our own. It's nice. And I feel I feel like it's nice watching us grow from episode one to episode six. And now we're like, we got hosts and we got snacks on board. What is a, well, I'm going to tell you some virgin trains, but I watch out because the 802 is coming. We're going to take it from the coach to the train service. We are coming. Yeah. You never <laughs> thought that when we started this, the goal of this podcast was going to be to take over the UK train train service okay but that's what we're doing okay we got a five-year plan we've written things down yes and that's what we're doing okay virgin even though isn't it lner now yeah no it's actually it's actually avanti so the avanti the avanti so when i when i come when actually when this is over and i come to london to see you um this is actually going to be we're actually going i'm going to be taking the avanti because it's no longer virgin because virgin went bust Come on, Avanti West Coast. Yeah, honestly, that train it. line changes hands. Hold on. Anyway, my last <laughs> shout out. Yes. Um, now this one, this one's a little bit of a shock. So I'm gonna need you to to sit down. Let you me just down? hold my wig down. I'm just get some wig glue. Hold on. Okay. Wig Will glue. You set that. <laughs> okay. Right. So, <laughs> so, um, big big fan of the. Uh, the show mentioned multiple times um never once actually got in contact even though i've asked them many times um matalan so <sighs> announcement regarding matalan now a few a few episodes ago where i had a little bit too much energy drink um and we were talking about the collection of old white balding like bad skin, bad hair, bad breath, white men that decided to go to central London to, to protect some statues, but instead just got in a fight. Um, we describe their style as potentially procured from Matalan. <laughs> now, I just want to say that we did not say explicitly that they shopped in Matalan for their shit clothes mm-hmm. and their horrible couture that they decided they were going to step out in. We did not say that. Do you agree, Nick? No, we did not. We did not. So if there's any lawyers listening, we did not say it was definitely from Matalan. We just implied that there was a high chance it could have been from Matalan, which is perfectly fair and legal. Yes. So I'm, imagine my surprise when I'm just, I'm scrolling through Twitter and I like, I got a, I follow people from all over the place, but one of the people I really enjoy is a drag queen because she, she's called Frida Slaves. Nick, I know you know Frida. Yes. Frida is such a laugh. She's she, good time, good time, excellent performer. Yes. Anyway, Frida posts a uh, a little picture. Um, <laughs> where <laughs> she is celebrating Pride in her bathroom. <laughs> So she got like leopard print, leopard print everywhere, very free energy. And then I just noticed it's the caption is um, celebrating pride brackets <laughs> in my bathroom with shop Matalan. Um, and then Frida goes into. 
<laughs> some information about what it's like to be discriminated as being black and being gay, <gasps> and being femme, um, and that's what her prime means to her. Oh, okay. So, and then I, I see at the top, and I'm like, oh, it's a paid partnership with Shop Matalan. <laughs> now, I, I don't, I don't want to say that <laughs> our voices have become influential within the the pride pride and specifically black pride space all i want to say is that first of all matalan this is an excellent campaign thank you for doing it but it's not unsurprising that the same week girlicious's music is in spotify after i requested it matalan maybe gets a little bit dragged on this show accidentally by us and then they are launching a pride campaign with a drag queen who I really like and appreciate. I don't yes. want to say that's because of us. I'm nope. just saying if it is, Matalan, you're welcome. Yes, I'm you're happy welcome. to have you back within the fold <laughs> of excellence. If you like to sponsor us, please look at in contact. <laughs> We 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 have opened a door for you, Matalan. So you know what you need to do. Pay us our money. Don't be like Todrick. Pay us our money. <laughs> I'm Stop. so sorry. You know, sorry, Matalan. I'm honestly getting in touch. I just want to talk. I just I just want to get a good idea of who you guys are because currently. The the expectations are all over the shop, and yeah, things have been things were said on both sides that people might not have meant, and I just don't want you to not think about us if the next Pride campaign rolls around, and you're looking for two black boys who are pretty loud and out there to do some to do some promo for you. Yeah, I'm just I just don't want us to be disqualified because you may have been providing clothes to racists. <laughs> all i'm saying thank you for your time thank you for your for your work keep supporting black lives keep supporting gay lives thank you matalan <laughs> thank you so should much we, should we see what's under your wig nick oh um yeah um i actually have well I, there's nothing badly under my wig but i have to say i have to say um i'm we're gonna touch on two topics real quick so the first one is not is not under my wig but um there are two so, you know, I love pop music, like, massively. Um, and Blackpink, which is a Korean, a K-pop band that I adore, have released a song called um, How You Like That. And I'm telling you now, it's the f- it's, it broke records. It literally be- got a million views on an hour. It literally broke YouTube. And I was like, if you see the music video, it's so good. The song is good. And I love when, I love, I love that music out of countries like, like Korea, like they, 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 it's a mix like they have in English and their language, and it's such a good song. So if you haven't gone into it, get into Blackpink. They're amazing. They've had a song with Lady Gaga called Sour Candies, really good. They got a song with my favorite Dua Lipa. They got a song with um, who else they have a song with? No, they're on. That's only the and just do and Gaga Fidel, but yeah, they're great. Another thing is, if you haven't listened to the new, the new Jesse Ware album, please do. It's called Spotlight. It's, it's no, actually no, it's called What's Your Pleasure. It's actually really good. The best song on there is called Spotlight. Please get into it. It's great, a great album. I'm just going on because I'm excited because I love music. But what is getting under my wig, real quick, and we're going to talk about it is Miss Shane Dawson. 
girl. We have to because if we don't touch on that real quick, we're going to miss it. And we we are the we are the eight eight o two. We love to drag because what we are sickening as our podcast and not yours. Ah, <sighs> uh, oh, this girl. This. Uh, oh, right. Tell the girls. Tell uh, the right. <sighs> right. Where do I even start with Shane Dawson? <sighs> So, Shane Dawson... How do you, how do you wake uh, up every day and just look like you neck three Mountain Jews uh, before God. you even get out of bed? Like, that is what his face gives... Anyway, sorry. Yeah, uh, go, go ahead. So... How do you look like? <laughs> not only have you, have you been sponsored by Matalan, but not... Like, even Matalan said no to you. Okay? You have to get one of those, like, order-to-door catalogues to provide you with your clothes. How do you look like that? Oh, how God. is that? How is that the way you go out and you are, an, you have this just, many followers? It's just an absolute joke. But this this is what's going to shock me. So for listeners, if you don't know who Shane Dawson is, <sighs> Shane Dawson is like a YouTuber. I don't even know he, if he's going to have a career after this. So let's just say he he uses YouTube to to do stuff. So Shane Dawson has been losing at least a hundred and thousand a hundred thousand subscribers every day after his YouTube apology and Rawa Jaden Smith. The YouTuber has been falling out of favor in a big way after he was accused of sexualizing, sexualizing Jaden's young sister, who we love for her favorite song, Whip It. I whipped my hair back and forth, Miss Willow, when she was only 11. Shane posted this video taking accountability, which saw him apologize for using blackface and racial, racial slurs in the past. My thing is this with you, Miss Dawson. This is not the first time you have been called out for Thank your you. racism. This Thank is you. not the first time. What annoys me is the fact that the cancel culture works for the wrong people and you should have been cancelled time ago. You and Miss Jeffree Star because you all apologise and you go and say, I'm really sorry, I should have known better. But no, you still, companies and brands still support you and, mm. and, and stuff. But now Morphe... Is now saying, "Oh well, we're going. To, we're pulling. We're pulling off the the pallet that he did with Jeffrey Star. No, you need to pull him and Jeffrey Star, not just Shane, because they're both terrible people. And I am sick and tired of people like these individuals using their privileges and getting away with it because you know they're congested there and put you know rub some rub some fake onion under the eye and cry and say, I'm really sorry." Are you really sorry? Because if you're sorry, you wouldn't have done it the first time. And you did it more than once, Miss Dawson. So you know what you need to do? Get away. Uh. And I am so... And you know what? I am so sick and tired of having to... Like, I was... I actually said this to to someone the other day. I am sick and tired of being a black person having to tell people over and over and over again why we are so sick and tired of talking about racism. Because we're sick of it. We have been... This this is this is not this is nothing new. This is nothing new. Shane has been doing this, for, and what what was interesting is the fact that you 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 sexualized an eleven year old girl back at the time, and you really think that her mother, Miss Jake, Miss Jada Pinkett Smith, was gonna let that pass you? Have you seen who they are? Do you know who they are, Shane? They are the most powerful. No, actually, the second most powerful black couple after. Um, I'd say third. I'll say third. Yeah, 
I say ten. We're, we're going to put Jay, we're going to put like Barack Michelle and, and Michelle Barack. first, yes, and then we have Beyonce, yeah, and Jay Z, Jay and Beyonce, and right. then Will and Jada, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, so I want you, Mister Shane, to go sit at that red table, sit with Jada. Let's see how, let's see how Brit. If you're really sorry, go to that table and talk because, honey, they will rip you to shreds, and we will love I, to see it. Love to I see do it. not need Shane turning up on that <sighs> show. I do not. This is the problem. Is <sighs> so. He has apologised for this, I'm sure, once a year for the past seven years. Yes. Apologised for some form of of racism or offensive thing that he's decided to do. And then he gets on the camera and he just cries. Like, oh, and I'm so sorry. And I just, I'm no better. And I'm growing. And like, if you're growing, then grow. Yes. Why Why are we doing this over and over and over again? And any every brand that's come out this time been like, we're ending our partnership with Shane Dawson. We did, why did you have one in the first place? This has been publicly available. The The Willow Smith thing is not new. People knew about that. People are bringing this up again, pointing out and be like, this is still here. This is still something that you did that we are aware of. Obviously, the Smiths didn't, didn't weren't aware of it until recently because, I mean, yeah, if if Jaden sees Shane in the street, I'd need Shane. You could better hide, better run and hide somewhere because Jaden is big, big mad at you. And so all these brands come out and they're like, "Oh, we're not, we'll not be supporting Shane Dawson. We won't be working with Shane Dawson anymore." It's like, so it really does. Who who does your background checks? Does anyone look into anybody anymore? I, I or are really you just don't waiting know. for all of us to do it for you yeah. and to. Be like, hey girl, maybe you shouldn't be working with this one. Like, hey girl, maybe you shouldn't be supporting Jeffrey Star because of all the racist incidents in the past and yeah. the fake apologies and the there's been absolutely no change in behaviour and no, the way none. he treats black other black influencers, black makeup artists, yeah. and how he comments about black women and how this is still a thing that happens and how he's so successful now and yeah. so like wealthy and above it, he doesn't feel like he doesn't feel the need to change. Of course, why would he? Everything's going fucking well for him yeah exactly okay every time he leans further into being a, the asshole that he definitely is he gets more money and the same thing happens with shane dawson and there is a there is an ability especially if you are a youtuber to have the support of teenagers mm-hmm. who d- do not yet have capacity to un- to fully understand these issues and the the impact that these actions are having on marginalized communities who will support you not only just support you but also accept your apology for us which if you are listening and you are not part of a community who is actively targeted by these actions please do not accept the apology for the community that is it's so frustrating to see when somebody Mm -hmm. has been offensive to black women and then does their fake ass apology yeah everyone except black women says oh good you apologize see i hope we can all just move past this like it's not for you to move past girl it's it's for you to sit on the side eat some popcorn and see what happens and see if the apology is genuine and if there's a genuine change in behavior and if there is not if there is not that then it is perfectly reasonable and okay for the offended party to remain offended and even if the apology is genuine if the people in that offended party choose not to fuck with that person anymore they can choose that they are allowed to do that they shouldn't all have to get over it and move on just because you've done that because you just want to see what the next video is. Amen. I, I, Amen. I'm tired with her. And do yeah. you know what's really upsetting? Do you know what's mm-hmm. really upsetting is that there is one YouTuber who had done, has done some questionable stuff, has taken accountability for it, and has shown genuine growth. And 
Jenna Marbles is the one I'm talking about. Yes. And she has just now taken the choice to come off YouTube and to reflect and to take some time away from it and because of what she did in the past. And all the responses to Jenna Marbles have been like, we've seen the growth and we understand that and we can accept the apology. And it is such a shame that Jenna Marbles is, has taken it upon... Well, it makes sense and it's her choice, mm -hmm. but I would say... Yeah. For, for me, it's a shame that she has had taken those steps when there has been genuine growth on her part and like visible growth and helping the community and speaking up to people in power and talking to privilege that she has all done and demonstrated. Whereas somebody like Shane will just say, I'm sorry, continue to be terrible and continue to to be successful for it. Amen. And you know what? You know what, Shane? I I wouldn't I wouldn't Noah, where I wouldn't even like I just won't even like touch on the topic anymore because it's like I'm like you just need to realize that what you've done it was was it was terrible. I need to learn from it because you've you've the, uh, the apology to to my people, our people. We're not good. We're not. We're, we're, we're not okay. We're not okay with it. But we're we're not going to give you the satisfaction you want and get angry about it because we're we have bigger fish to fry right now, and we're hungry. Oh, God. Uh, honestly, I haven't had lunch yet, and I yeah. was like, but, "Ready to but go." But yeah, again, get her, get her out of here. Just yeah. let her leave. Yeah, Be we we've her. we've had enough. We've had Jeffrey enough. Jeffrey can her. go to that. Yeah, just you know, be, before before yeah. and before like before we before like we bring in our guest, I just want to say this real quick about this whole situation. What was interesting, you know, when you know when um, Jeffrey got like accused of like being racist. Did you see what he did on his channel? Did you see what he did? No. No, he had a black, a sorry, a Latin slash mixed race gay person come over to his house and they were going on a date and he made him do his makeup. And I was like, this is the way how you say you're not racist. Wow, Jeffrey. Yeah, because racists have never who? dated us. Yeah. Oh, oh, Ugh. I got um, right, remind me to tell you this in a, in a story later episode because we haven't got time now, but I'll tell yeah. you the time I went on a date with a racist. Oh my God, like, <laughs> that's going to be a just story. Just because you date us, and to be honest, not even dating us, like there is a difference between black people and Latino people. There's a difference between minorities. Let's not forget that. So just because you date a minority doesn't mean that you are not racist, okay? Just because you fuck us doesn't mean you ain't racist, okay? Amen. So we need, as again, we, we need to stop, we need to stop fant um, sexualizing and and just making black men fantasies and black women fantasies it's just awful we have work to do but <sighs> that's and that we will have that condition another day but for now we need to get into our guest of the day so i'm just gonna so, the, so as part of our pride inside with pride part two this is just a little few things i had to say so sit back relax and listen to my voice <laughs> pride means a lot of things to loads of people around the globe for many, it's a time to take to the streets, throw on all the glitter, and come together to celebrate. For others, it represents a time of reflection, a time when we acknowledge how far our LGBTQ plus community has come, thanks to activists and allies such as Marsha P. Johnson, Sylvia Rivera, and Stormy Delaware, who fought for our rights during the Stonewall Riots in June 1969. For this week's 802 Inside with Pride Part 2, we're joined by Spencer Cooper, He's an active member of the LGBTQ plus community, founder of For the Love of Queers and host of the podcast Queer Talk and also a fan of the show. So after the break, we welcome to the 802, Spencer Cooper. Boop.
Hello, Spencer. Thank you for joining us on the Eight or Two. How are you this afternoon? I'm fabulous. I've been really chilled all day. I managed to get the day off work just for you guys, so you should be super grateful. Oh, wow. <laughs> the... We are, don't worry. Oh, my God. The attitude on you today. <laughs> no, I joke, I joke. I'm super grateful to, uh, to be invited on your podcast. Uh, it's, it's, it's exciting to see new stuff kind of take off. Yeah, thanks. Especially, especially as a podcaster yourself, it's nice to have, nice to make the worlds collide, right? It's cute. Absolutely. Super so how? Cute. <laughs> so how have you been doing in lockdown, Spencer? Um, it's been ups and downs. I've I finally got used to it, just as things are starting to ease, which is really annoying. Um, at first, it was it was quite difficult, kind of being like, right, okay, I'm going to stay at home. Uh, I can't go out. I can't see anyone. And then, like, you end up just getting like a bit down on yourself because that's all a bit you know crap yeah um but then as time's gone on i've just thrown myself into into the podcast into loads of different projects um and yeah now now i'm happy to be at home and now i'm being asked to go back to work and i'm like no 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 no. like let's <laughs> let's stay at home now i know you're like one of the most busiest person on twitter and instagram i always feel like you're always like you you one of those people that ha- you're like an octopus you have your hand in. You, you literally have your hand in so much pots and it's nice to see i've never seen a more busier gay <laughs> i love that um i'm not sure if i would describe myself as an octopus is that a good thing i mean i mean you're not ugly <laughs> octopus are cute whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> so tell us so tell us more about the love of queers and what exactly is your mission statement so basically when i was growing up um i grew up in north wales and as i was kind of discovering that i was gay um there wasn't really anything out there for me to learn from or understand or any any other queer people around me that i knew of Mm-hmm. so um about I think it was about a year after I came out I was like do you know what like I'm I'm in a good place now um I want to find out other people's stories so for the love of queers started out as like a, a coming out stories kind of blog yeah um, I would just find random people in like uh, LGBT blogs and stuff on Facebook and like interview them on their coming out mm-hmm. and just share them and it picked up some momentum and then I realized um pretty soon after that coming out isn't that isn't everything to do with being queer, right? Like there's there's so many other facets to, to our lives. Yeah. Um, which I hadn't discovered yet because coming out was the only thing I'd done as a, as a queer person. Mm-hmm. So then later on, uh, I started picking up more about, you know, what's going on in other parts of the world, the different rights, different um, talents, music, everything. And I was like, I can represent all of these people. Mm-hmm. Um, so the kind of mission statement, I guess, is just to lift people's voices yeah. um, that often don't get a platform otherwise. Yeah, so basically you're kind of like a freedom fighter for people that don't, that, that, that currently voice their opinion. Is, is yeah. that correct to say? Great, yeah. you know what, that's pretty awesome. And, and it's, it's, ni- it's nice to see someone as young as yourself like doing some of this. It just, it, it, gives, it gives our generation hope that there are people out there that are, you know, are working quite hard and it's nice, it's nice to see. So um, my other question to you is, what do you think, um, so what do you think people can do beyond Pride Month? Because so, as, as a Pride Month and for the love of queers and the stuff that you do, what do you think people can do beyond Pride Month to raise awareness about important issues about that might impact the LGBTQ plus community globally? Um, 
that was quite a, a hefty question. <laughs> there I was, know. Honestly, so to give you a minute to think, there were so many words then. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Spencer, how do you save the world? <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. I'm just, you know, I'm just, I'm just trying my best to, you know, what, what's what's his name? My best Trevor McDonald impersonation. Like, <laughs> I want to be the, the, you know. I'm just, I'm just coming. I'm just trying to come for Ben Hunt's gig. That's exactly you, what this is. It will be Trevor McDonald. <laughs> Trevor McDonald and Ben Hunt are very different people, doll. I'm coming for the gig, honey. Okay. So I, I have, a, I have an answer now. I've had time to prepare and taking all those words you just spat at me. Oh. Um, <laughs> so rude to me, Jesus. Oh, um, you gotta laugh. You gotta laugh. You okay, to. so I think. When when people are told to like stand up for for queer rights or for for black rights or f- you know for any minorities' rights, it seems overwhelming. Like you're supposed to change the world or like challenge a big power or you know do something. You're supposed to go out and protest and march and shout and you know fight the police and do this and do that. And in reality, I think things need to be need to happen on a much more local level. Like if we can talk to our friends about being queer and if we can talk to our families about being queer and then they talk to their friends and their families you know it it becomes a ripple effect Mm -hmm. this doesn't need to be you don't need to you know go out and change the world by yourself by all means do if you if you have the energy and the power but but it can be pretty exhausting sometimes like everything is very overwhelming there's always something going on you know this isn't you know you go to a march and that's it you know uh, equality happens the next day you know this isn't it, it just doesn't work like that. Unfortunately, things take years and years and years. Mm-hmm. And so it's really important that for me that we have things on local levels. You know, I want people that I associate myself with or people that I hang out with. You know, it's OK to disagree on certain things. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if I if I have a friend that says anything remotely homophobic, transphobic, whether it's out of ignorance or whether it's out of hate, I'm going to I'm going to call that bitch out, you know? Yes, we love to see it. We love to you- see it. When you call someone out, how offensive are you allowed to get? <laughs> Good question. I um, feel like you... I want to offend my friends when I call them out, but I also know that's not very helpful. Um, so I feel like we should hear, as three gays, define where what how offensive you're allowed to be. Like, I think bitch is a nice level to hit on the level <clears> of offense. <laughs> I don't know. I'm very much like cutthroat. I like go straight for the juggler and just go for everything. Apart from like your parents and the job you're working for. <laughs> oh, I mean, I'll, I'll include your job in it. Ah, shit. Honestly, I'm like, honestly, my boss I'm... out loads of times. <laughs> we love it. We love to see. It. Yeah, I, th- I think I think it depends on how comfortable you are with the person, right? Because. There's certain friends of mine I can be like, oh my God, you literally just said the worst thing in the world. Like, I can't believe you just said that. And there's other people that would be like, mm, it's my opinion. I can say yeah, whatever yeah. I want. Um, that's my opinion. And then and then you start. But to be honest, the, you know, the Fs and the Bs aren't necessary. If you've got the facts and yeah. you know that your friend is wrong or your family's wrong or your boss is wrong, like, just wipe the floor with them. You don't need to be angry. You don't need to swear. Mm-hmm. No, okay you're uneducated i'm not going to give you my time i'm not going to give you my energy we're going to move on but just know that i don't respect you anymore you know like stuff like that i feel like that hits harder than being like yeah. you're a bitch i hate you you know um, unless you can like do exactly what you said lay it out with the facts and then just close it off with like 
bitch. Yeah. A bit, a, <laughs> and then a you just walk off into the Period. Oh my god, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but if you don't have hair like me, like if you have like short curly, what I'm meant to do, just just like dotty wine. Yeah, you, no. <laughs> <laughs> you imaginary flick. I have short hair too. You, all, you always imagine that you have a wig on, no? Yeah. Yes, this like a shaken, like a shaken go wig, or like a like a proper like. <laughs> no, <unique. laughs> we're talking Brazilian. We're talking Malaysian. We're yes. talking bundles. Yeah, like every gay man, as soon as they come out, is given their imaginary wig so that at any point when they need to <laughs> like flick, Hogwarts. they can. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Here's what kind of gay you're going to be. Here's your wig. Sashay <laughs> <laughs> away. <laughs> I love it. Oh, oh it's is... a real shame if you get one of those like shiny, like blonde ones from Amazon, and like this is the type of gay you're gonna be, and you're like, oh, <laughs> God, or like a, or like a re- or like a pussycat wig, like you know, like you want like a really crap one that takes like an hour to detangle. Like, girl, no. How is it gonna take you an hour to detangle a pussycat wig? They've got like seven hairs. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, but if you don't know how to do you know like 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 there was a there was there was a few drag queen choices that did pussycat wigs and it wasn't great. We call no names. I feel like you can get away with a not great pussycat wig more than you can get away with a not great like inches. Inches once they start look tangled, they look tangled. Yeah. Pussycat I- wigs just look short and fine. <laughs> I think you have done your research into these wigs. I yeah, know nothing. Yes, we because I, well, my fun. This is a bit off topic, but I actually plan to be Tina Turner for Halloween this year, <laughs> and I am going to give you the ooh ah sensation because I am what sickening. <laughs> so, in planning to be Tina Turner, you're gonna you're, you're gonna quote Monique Hart and then Shangela. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Madness. Wow. You're, you're really doing. You're really doing it all for your community right here. Oh my god! Yes. For, for Halloween, I'm going to be every black woman. Yes. Yes. Jeez. Damn right. So, it... Spencer, um, you are also a podcaster. We are an esteemed podcast company. Um, yes. Can you just let us know a bit more about Queer Talk um, and how your sort of recordings been going during lockdown? Have been struggling as much as me and Nick have. <laughs> God, the struggle is real. The struggle is real, but we don't talk about that. We pretend we're professionals and we just move on. We ignore the pro- 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 professional. Professional. <laughs> the thing is, we, I, I really, mm, we, we now have to record from home. Okay, so uh, myself, Mufsin, and James, they, Mufsin and James, both live in London. I live in Manchester. Um, and I used to go to London to record. I used to go there anyway to just catch up with people, work on things, whatever. Um, and it used to be nice because we'd have the guest over, we'd lay out some snacks, we'd, you know, spend, spend the afternoon together. Um, and it was a, it was a real nice, like, get to know each other, really have a chat, get down with each other, whatever, super cute. And now, like, I'm in Manchester and I just plug in my headphones and I'm like, okay, so I'm sat alone in my room, alone not really producing great sound quality uh, having conversations is much more difficult like this than than you know when you're chilling in a room together yeah um so i think the biggest struggle for me is like not not making those connections as well we've done some amazing interviews some of the best stuff has come out of this lockdown because we're we're in our fields we have a lot of time to think um and so so the best content is coming out but i really can't wait to just you know hang out with people again 
Yes, agree. Yeah, like I mean, I feel you on that because like when like me and Dan, this is like our sixth episode, and we've been we've we started this podcast in lockdown. So for us, it was like we haven't really had the experience of like recording in our same room. And I know when this is over, we're definitely we I'm definitely going to go to London on a regular, and Dan definitely going to come up on a regular, and we could record it in together because so we have not been able to like um. We have not we have not had the experience yet, so we don't know what that feels yeah, like. But sure. I'm sure it must be very different, like recording at home. And but you know what? At the same time, it's I um I feel like it's been nice having like Dan as a co-host and like because like we he, like because I don't see him. This is kind of like not only is a, a podcast, it's also a catch up as well, and it's yeah. nice because the way how our friendship works, the same conversation you would get in this podcast is what you would get in real life anyway. Just sure. it's recorded. It's loud and screaming. <laughs> it's I mean, loud and there screaming. Is, there is such a, a, a reason why we called this the AO2. Like it's named after the National Express coach between London and Liverpool because we were like, there is there is distance between us that needs to be covered, and this is how we do it. And also, when we do start recording in person, it would be really nice if National Express covered that ticket cost. Yes, yes. <laughs> we are so good. Like, if National Express and Matalan want to join forces and be co-sponsors of this show, I'm not going to be mad about it. Make it work. Make it work. We, we ain't going to be mad at all. Not at all. We love free. We love the freeness. Also, <laughs> we need to like... say we love the freeness. You have, to, you have to subtly hint and say they're getting so good at it. You can't literally be like, give it to me. Pay our bills. <laughs> right now, this second, <laughs> pay me. <laughs> Doesn't Chantal have a song like that? Pay me. Yes, she does have a song yes. pay me. You are really on the Chantal vibe today. Yes, you? yes. Like, because just... she, she pay her dancers on like Todrick. Honestly, like Halloween, <laughs> October thirty first is going to come around. You're going to be in the Shangela Tina Turner outfit. Yes, Harry. And you're yes. going to be covers of Shangela songs as opposed to Tina Turner ones. And I'm paying. Going to be very confused. I'm paying. Pay me, and I'm paying. I'm doing pay me, proud Mary, and um, <laughs> and working. I'm a pro- pro- professional. Where, oh. where, wherever you're gonna be on Halloween, I need to be in a different city. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you you are really you got you guys are really coming from my throat today, huh? Wow. You just keep putting it in front of us. That's like a cake. Eat the cake <laughs> now. Animate. <laughs> An absolute That's joke. A, I I really want to know what your favorite moment from recording Queer Talk has been. Oh my gosh, my favorite moment. So there are moments that happen where like we'll be in between a conversation so we'll take like a, a few minutes break and then um, someone will start eating like right into the microphone and it drives us all crazy because when we edit we're just like how could you be so stupid and it's these like these noises or like um, just like bursts of laughter and stuff that just blow your ears off when you're trying to edit and it's like okay these are the moments that don't make it to everyone else but like it's so much fun to hear when you're editing like um all the stuff you cut that is just hilarious and i i I love you know the podcast may come across like we're not having as much fun as we are but then when when we actually just like listen to all the laughter that gets cut out it's uh that's what makes it worth it because you know it's good that we're raising people's voices and stuff but to actually like build a friendship and like have a relationship with people and and just spend the whole time just in in you know in bits on the floor yeah. that's uh that's definitely the best part 
<laughs> no, yeah. th- that's interesting People because that's interesting because you said that because like with um like when we when Dan because Dan is the one that edits the show and while I just like sit there and look pretty, <laughs> but he he will text me be like oh my god this is so funny and we will we will, we will like we will like listen back to it. like I because I listen back to the podcast loads I think to myself this is so funny, but I always feel like it's 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 always nice when you could like it's always nice to listen back and you hear the laugh and you hear the conversation and I wish I feel like we need to I feel like as podcasters we definitely need to have an episode where it's just the edits. The unedited yeah. stuff, just the works. <laughs> yeah, <100%. laughs> people know what happens. I feel like that. Would, I feel that episode is like a bonus episode. It would be great. So I my, think you just, you'd happen. underestimate the amount of the episode that is just you screaming. Nick <laughs> <laughs> has such a such an infectious reaction when he enjoys something that the first note of his laugh is like is like a like a high E. I just belt it out and it drops back down into the base. But you are Spencer, completely right when you're editing it. So you're like, shit, headphones. Ah. Oh, God. Yeah. I, I thought I thought all the episodes you put out was just you two laughing. I didn't think you'd, you'd interviewed anyone. Yet. Oh! <laughs> Listen, I... There yes. it is. Yeah. <laughs> this is where we just end. This is where we just end. Be like, okay, Spencer, it's great. Thank you for coming. We will never be on the show again. End the call. End the call, Daniel. End the call right now. She is not wanted. She's Roxy Andrews of podcasting. Oh my gosh. Wow. <laughs> Blame the edit. <laughs> so, Spencer, what advice would you have for us as as new as new as the new podcasters on the block? What would you say? Because you, I mean, you guys are fairly new as well. But what would you say for us who are just a little bit behind your regular schedule programming? Um, first of all, don't come for my gig. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, listen. Get as many people on as you can. Speak to as many people as you can. You're you're yeah. going to improve each episode. Yeah. Um, we we still are like oh my gosh, this episode was the best one. And then we do the next one and we're like, okay, no, 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 that was the best one. Like, um, one thing for us, we're trying to move away from a script as much as possible. Structure is really important, but um, to just be free. We don't have a script. You don't have a script. Oh, we don't have a script. (laughs) This is just unstructured madness. I want to tell you now, unorganized chaos works 100%. I'm going to disagree with you slightly in that there is... (laughs) some order that we try to get so every week i message nick like so here's the structure of the show we do this bit and then this bit and then this bit and then the minute the mic's on we get to the first bit and then it just all falls apart completely so listen Dan, you know I we try there's some order relate. i can completely relate i i work on the whole structure for for queer talk i send it to Mustine and james and they then like five minutes before recording they're like did you did you send us something the other like did 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 you already do something i'm like i spent hours on this okay i planned questions i found the guest i've planned the topics and like what what do you mean you haven't read it and they're like oh um let me have a look let me have a look and then they're like "Mm, no that doesn't really work for me so honestly dan um I would just go solo. I'd drop Nick as fast as you can. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. The shade. The shade. I would be terrified to drop Nick because I feel like our numbers in Trinidad would just, like, plummet. <laughs> yes, Honestly, my nan been, would be like, very sad. <laughs> we have been so, unex- like, the support in Trinidad and Tobago has been, like, unexpectedly insane. Um <laughs> And that's all, Nick. That's all, oh, Nick. So I couldn't crazy. do this without you, Boo, no matter how hard I try. 
<laughs> this is so romantic. Uh, no, we've been best friends for years. It's nice, but it's cute. It's. I mean, cute, when I say I couldn't do this without you, I could. Let me, just, oh. let me make that clear. Like, I could physically do this without you and be incredibly successful. Um, Bitch, I know where you I... live. <laughs> <laughs> You need to bring the button real quick before before he goes off. I know where you live, bitch. <laughs> I will be outside there. I will be outside of your house. I will be waiting. I will have all the KK Karens on the street. It will be a showdown, honey. Okay. Well, I won't kick you out. Don't worry. You better not. So my last question to you, um, my last question to you, Spencer, is if, uh, mm-hmm. as we had to like share our pride inside. If if there was one song that. Where if you're at a Pride Parade or you're partying on Canal Street or in London and Soho, what's the one song that you either get ready to or you go mad for when you're in the street? You could, and it could be any one of those questions to answer. So, so previously it would always be like a Gaga song, yeah, um, like Born This Way, maybe. Yeah. But right now, uh, Billy Porter just released "Love Yourself," and oh my god, to God, it's a bop! Like I, I am like he, he takes us to church, he takes us to the club, he takes us somewhere else, takes me to heaven, and I'm just like screaming the whole way through. Like it's <laughs> it's so good. I just watched the whole pose cast do like a live, um, yes. like Zoom thing to it. Yeah, and honestly, I just melted. Like I wish, I wish my friends were this talented and good. Like, I they're, mean, they're such a letdown. I mean, we are talented. <laughs> <laughs> the shame the absolute shame but i mean yeah billy potter i love poses poses the greeting also side note um a lecture is actually from trinidad Ooh. guess you didn't know that guys little tmi there is it is this someone else you're going girls for halloween no i can't i can't be a lecturer i can't do the reads like her go back to eating your clam chowder and shallow conversations pose is everything but yeah so that was that was um that was my questions and you have any questions for spence uh no i just would say this has been absolutely lovely it's great to talk to somebody who understands the uh the the struggle the, the struggles just... that come with editing a show and having a partner so effervescent and engaging <sighs> as god um, that, that was complimentary Mm, I know when I, I know when I, I know when I hear shade after the compliment. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, no I, didn't, I didn't hear no compliments coming your way then. Oh, <laughs> you see, oh, bitch, you all are coming for my gig tonight. I am leaving. You know what I'm going to do? I am going to call Kim Kardashian for, for her to be my lawyer and I'm going to cancel all of you. I'm coming for the gig. Good luck getting that. that. <laughs> yeah. um, so where can they find you on socials? Where can they follow the podcast? Oh my gosh. Um, it's going to take me 10 minutes to list them all. Um, oh my God. Sven Cooper is my personal one. For the Love of Queers is my uh, queer one. Um, and that, they're all interlinked to everything. So just, you know, just, just find me. And where can we find the Queer Talk podcast? Oh yeah, the, the podcast. <laughs> um <laughs> It's on Instagram and Twitter, um, the socials. You can just type in Queer Talk, it will come up. It's on Spotify, it's on Apple, it's on Google. Um, and it's, yeah, it's everywhere. We it's love it. It's leave you alone. <laughs> we love it. Awesome. Well, it's nice to have some competition on, on, on the show. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Kidding, I'm kidding. Nick. Well, this was genuinely a pleasure. Thank you so much for coming on the show. 
um, and chatting to us about lockdown and all the work that you'll be doing. Um, no guys, if you're listening, do go follow Spencer. He's a good time yes. online. You will not regret it at all. I know. He's one of those people that you always have a laugh when you when you see. He's always he's always singing and dancing in his Instagram stories as well. <laughs> I can't help it. <laughs> we love to see it. Well, Spencer, it was an absolute pleasure to have you, and I wish you all the best with for the love of queers. Um, I wish your podcast with your team, um, Queer Talk, all the best as well, and hopefully we will see you soon, and we will have a drink and a dance for the latest Lady Gaga album. Yes. Yes, happy yes, days. yes. Thank happy, you. Happy days. So we'll speak to you soon. Bye, Spencer. Bye. Bye. Oh, Dan, well, that was lovely. Look at us. We have our second guest now. Incredible. Second guest. Two down. I love that we are slowly starting to have structure. It's nice, right? Yeah. It's nice. It's nice. <sighs> more guests coming your way, like more amazing. I know. We have, you LGBT know what? LGBT people in the UK mm-hmm. hearing their stories, hearing what they're up to. Yeah. We have a lot coming our way as a podcast. Like our brand is starting to, we're starting, we're starting to venture out. So just keep your eyes peeled. So my best advice to you is to hit that follow button at the Eight Two Podcast on Twitter and Instagram, and you could find Dan at at Dan James LDN on Instagram and at Dan James LDN on Twitter and at Dan James LDN on Venmo and at Dan James LDN on Cash App and yes. at Dan James LDN on PayPal. I accept any currency. We love it. And you can find me at underscore Nick Charles on Twitter and you can find me nk.charles on Instagram. And if you have anything... Yeah, go go, on. Before Mm -hmm. we go, so the next two weeks are going to be really interesting, fun episodes. Um, Yes. What we're doing is we don't have any guests scheduled for the next two weeks. We're thinking we're getting into it now. So it's about time you got to know us a little bit deeper, a little bit better, a little bit more. So we're going to be doing uh, Ask Me Anythings first uh, episode next week will be a ask Nick anything. Week after that will be ask Dan anything. So if you've got any questions, anything you want to know about our little boy here, Nick, um, please drop them in the A O Two podcast DM or just message me, um, yes. and I'll make sure that you get your question answered. If the question is, can he come over and lick my asshole? The answer <laughs> is probably yes. And or if you want my own, or if sorry, Nick's Nan. Or if you want, <laughs> oh, I know, right? She's gonna kill me. She's gonna kill me. Do you want to know my? Do you before I do want to hear one of my nan's best advice she ever gave me when I was younger? Hit me. She Let's said, close out with this. She said, "If ever you're sexing by the bottom, wrap it the fuck up." Oh, right, <laughs> yes, ma'am. Tell the girls. Tell the girls. Tell the girls. She, she had you clocked from early. Yeah, she did. <laughs> she did. But yeah, but if you have any questions, you can always send us an email at the 802 podcast at gmail.com and we will be always happy to take some fan mail. And if you do want to get Dan's OnlyFans link, please email us too and I will gladly forward it to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'll see you next week, bitch. Yes, I'll see you soon. From us, from the 802, thanks for enjoying the ride, and we will see you later. Bye.